0: Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at BoldEnterprises.com.
1: Leadership bullshit in a tough economy. We are a little upset at so much going on and so many people unemployed and the leaders
0: patting themselves on the back for having... Done what they're spending as a good job. That's right. And usually involves what we've been talking about this week, sort of brainless downsizing, a way of delivering the news through avoiding giving the news and giving it through an HR perspective and blaming, blaming others. Yeah, That's no, right. Blaming down the organizational chart. So today we're talking about panic and fear on Main Street. It is scary when the
1: things start to fall apart on almost a systemic basis and political and uh, business leaders are talking about the whole system, maybe crumbling, people get afraid and leaders get afraid too, believe it or not. So that's what we want to talk about today is decision-making that's actually motivated by fear and, you know, just becoming aware of that, that it's fear-making the decision. And we end up doing things that don't serve us well because we're afraid. And one of those is getting help. So things haven't been working. What we've been doing in the past didn't work in a down economy, but money's tight. So we're afraid. We need help, but we don't want to spend any money.
0: That's right. We talked a little bit about this when we talked about kind of brainless downsizing and the way it becomes sort of a knee-jerk reaction that sort of on paper looks like you're saving money, but in reality may be affecting your bottom line. So the reverse side of that, though, is you do need to invest in
1: maybe some expertise, some short-term expertise, maybe from a consultant. You need to keep certain people there. And because the expense will show up right away, you won't make it because you'll have to either get approval or it'll show up on the bottom line that quarter. In the long term, deprive yourself of the assistance that you need. So one thing that fear does is it makes us too conservative with what it takes to move
0: forward. There was a way that you phrased this when we were talking about this and you said we become penny wise. Oh, yes, I Foolish. Penny wise, dollar foolish, yeah. was it? Was, sorry, <laughs> what you decided. In, in, uh, and I think that's true. So we start counting pennies right up front, but then, you know, further down the line when things are, so you may have gotten rid of people, let's say mm-hmm. your biggest expense at the moment, but you're not changing the way things are done Maybe your product isn't being bought or your services are not rendered in the same level and you're ultimately losing money.
1: One uh, example that we've come across recently was um, somebody we were advising in the construction business and a lot of experience, had a lot big contribution to made. It was obviously worth far more in salary than his main competitor who was new in the business. And the employer actually chose the person with less experience to save the dollar this year on the lower fee. Salary. Mm-hmm. Even though we all communicated and demonstrated that one mistake, one delay, one change order on the scale of projects that they were dealing with would have more than made, been made up for by hiring the more experienced person. There's an example. You know, you've, you feel you've saved money and made a decision taking the um, lower salaried person, but you've actually spent far more because of what you lost in the way of experience the other candidate. And we're making those decisions all
0: the time only because
1: it's a tough economy.
0: Well, and I've been waiting all series to trash Alaska Airlines, Carl, because I have the perfect story Ah. here. My husband and my two-year-old and I just recently flew up to Seattle to visit family and we flew on Alaska Airlines, partially because... People who fly to the Northwest fly Alaska Airlines. We do it often. We have also flown with Virgin America, which is getting my endorsement in customer service at this moment. And Alaska, I am trashing you today on my show because I get to and I'm so pissed off about what happened. And it was the biggest BS I've had on a plane in a long time. Which
1: is a cost that won't show up on there. Bottom line right away, but it's going to be huge because they did not tend to your need responsibly.
0: That's right. I mean, the bottom line is if they've lost me for a customer, at least for this year till I get over it, which means I will be flying up to the Northwest. Without Alaska Airlines, and I can hear in
1: your voice it might take a couple of years. It might be
0: a couple of years till I'm able to fly them again. Not only that, but I'm letting everyone know that I know. <laughs> we just had a, a situation where now Alaska charges for their baggage.
1: Yes, that's becoming like the new uh, reality we're having to so face. you
0: you check one bag, it's fifteen dollars. Two, it's twenty five, and so and so they keep raising the price. So right. we had a situation where we flew up to Seattle, and when we got our bags that were checked in, they were damaged. So oh my. my husband mentioned, when we were coming back to Los Angeles, my husband mentioned to the person that our bags were damaged and that it was of concern to him that we had been charged a fee for uh, the purpose of handling our bags and our bags were mishandled, to which the customer service representative, who I will call by her name, Diane C., which is what the customer service person told me, uh, and I'm calling her by her name just so that if she is listening, that, she <laughs> will re- will, God, yeah. that I will be able to give her the response she needed to give me. To which she said, you know, when we complained about our baggage being damaged, she said, it wasn't their issue because they didn't handle bags. And if we wanted our bags to be safe, we should just get baggage insurance. Good. So let's look at this. They've created a perception
1: by charging a fee. They need to have some cash flow issues that there's some value involved in carrying your bags, loading your bags. So when they get damaged, that perception is that, oh, I paid for this. So they created that situation. That's right. They gave you a perception that your bags would be well cared for. When something bad happened, which happens, um, instead of accepting responsibility, she deferred it to their um, vendor, who they hired to handle bags and kind of said, What, you know, not my problem. Why are you talking to me? So they further exasperated their own situation by trying to distance themselves from a problem that happened in their system.
0: That's right. And the story actually gets worse, but for the interest of time, because we only really do about a 10 minute podcast, I won't go into it. But she basically told my husband that it was really not her problem, nor the airlines that our baggages were damaged to where I might say, Diane, the correct response was for her to sympathize with our problem. And perhaps she was not a person of power who could do anything about that, but she could say, very clearly, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's very disappointing, particularly since you did pay for a service. We contract out with another company, you know, our baggage handlers, to do this. We'll pass that on to information. So there Wait. you've
1: got a decision. She's made, they've made a decision that they need 15 extra dollars from you for handling your bags. It was which 30. They probably do. It 30. was 30. You're up to 30. I know you've got a, a toddler. And yet, created a situation where they probably had layoffs. They lost the entire fare. They lost the entire fare the next time. That is, that is a great example of this kind of saved a penny, or you know, they made a penny in this case, and they spent a whole fare in losing it. In that,
0: that's right. A fare totally of at least a minimum situation. of six hundred dollars. So this is going on all over. Shame on you, and- Alaska. All I've got to say.
1: We're going to do an entire series on this Alaska is sort of Airlines of like, soon.
0: It's true because <laughs> so this my has sense just the energy in this, this issue. <laughs> Diane get some customer service training. Alaska Airlines hire us. We will train your staff to be better people to others. There
1: you go. There is a good outcome from it all. So it makes us too conservative, panic and fear, and we end up making silly decisions. Where to get fifteen dollars, we spend an entire fare. Where to get one lower wage and one with a person with no experience, we get to mistakes and time delays that cost far more. The other thing that fear does, let's shift over to this kind of urgency thing. We get these knee-jerk reactions, that the urgent, the now, is the only thing that matters, and we forget to look deeper at what got us here. That's kind of the theme of our whole series, so we don't need to spend a lot of that time here, but I do want to point to that it comes out of fear, and we're not thinking clearly when we're afraid. We're not Pause and taking a step back and looking at the situation, even if it's a dire one, we're got to do something right now. This whole thing's going to crumble, and while that might be true for some things, it can't be the only truth going forward.
0: And I think the other issue this brings up with this kind of urgency and, and sort of panic mode is how we feel like we need to protect ourselves from those that are relying that we're sort of dependent on their services. So we protect ourselves from our customers sort of taking advantage of, or their complaints, or we protect <laughs> ourselves. The panic becomes, we become so insular, you know, so unwilling to extend some sort of courtesy exactly. or that we think, you know, if, that, if Diane had given me a voucher for a next flight that I took, that probably would have appeased the situation instead of losing an entire three fares.
1: Right. So here's, we've got where we're actually spending money to protect ourselves. And that's what's silly about it and why we're poking fun at it and getting all upset about it. I'm upset. Is because you're very I upset. I know. Can and you I'm, tell? This I'm was like three worried weeks ago. That we're going to have to buy a new microphone. <laughs> getting beyond, we're against each other in our own company, that you have to, companies. And leaders have to protect themselves and the company from their employees. That's right. And employees have to protect themselves from what someone with more power might do for them. The customers have to protect themselves from the firms. The customer service agents have to protect themselves from their own clients. When we're in business with each other and trying to sell each other, because we want to be in it together. You know, our customers are our best friends. We, you know, want to serve them however inconvenient it is at times. And so this is what fear does, is that we think um, it takes over and makes us think crazy about something that's really the other way around. That's why we want to approach it differently. Um, In these difficult times, in this tough economy, in these bad situations where things don't work out as we intended, we are with people that we want to be with. And so that leads to an entirely different approach than Oh my gosh! Something bad's going to happen to me, so I better protect myself from them. It's not my fault. Or you yeah. did it, or it's not. And you see what fear does? I mean, we mis- we we misread an entire situation that really, you know, given a little calmness, would be read entirely the other way around. So we gotta um, just recognize it. That's really why we're bringing this one up. You can feel the fear and call it that. Then it kind of gives you some breathing space to say, okay, so what's real about? what my fear is telling me, and what's just kind of a pair of glasses its making me read this situation. Well, Wrong.
0: If it's possible, next week we'll be talking about a more controversial subject than my run in with Alaska Airlines with our topic on political mumbo jumbo. Oh, I, I want to come. Okay. Oh, political mumbo jumbo. <laughs> political mumbo jumbo.
1: Okay. No, we need to go there. We need we, to go there. We yes. won't
0: be talking about Alaska. I think I've I've let this go for now on good the microphone good. that is at the break. I'll be talking a little well, we'll more about it. We'll talk about the about people it. who
1: truly think that they're always right.
0: That's right. So join us next week. If you want to tell me some horror story about your Alaska Airlines experience, please feel free. It'll help me to live vicariously through you. And I hope that they gave you something in return at boldenterprises.com. If not, we'll see you next time.
1: This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.